0: Welcome to the Spring Podcast. I'm Pastor Laura Blevins, inviting you to enjoy this week's message from the First United Methodist Church of Excelsior Springs. Thank you for coming to the Waters for uplifting music, rejuvenation, and inspiration. Thank you for coming to the Spring.
1: Welcome, morning, everyone, and welcome to the Spring. My name is Ethan. I'm one of the uh, the worship leaders here, and we are are really excited to be uh, here with you this morning on this uh, this wintery morning um, as it's the snow is coming down, and it just feels wintery um, and Christmassy. So we're going to sing some, uh, some songs together, and um, uh, in your, your bulletins, uh, there's a perforated uh, piece in the, the back, and that's a, uh, an info card, um, and if you haven't filled one of those out, it just uh, allows us to uh, stay connected with you. And uh, let you know some of the different things we have going on here at the church. Um, So now, if you would uh, stand as you're able, we are going to begin uh, singing. Balls, it won't free I serve knows. Own. See i Turn it for good. I'm gonna see a victory. I'm gonna see a victory. For oh, the battle belongs to you. time. This is... do Jesus, you is born in Bethlehem. Here comes heaven. Here. Comes Tom. Jesus, I pray that we wouldn't forget that. That during this season, that we would hold tight to that. That you came to the lowest position, in the lowest way possible. Born in a manger. I pray that we wouldn't forget that. We wouldn't lose sight of that this season.
2: Scripture reading today comes
0: from Matthew chapter 11, verses 2 through 11. If you'll follow with me on the screen here today. When John, who was in prison, heard about the deeds of the Messiah, he sent his disciples to ask him, are you the one who is to come, or should we expect someone else? Jesus replied, go back and report to John what you hear and see the blind receive sight the lame walk those who have leprosy are cleansed the deaf hear the dead are raised and the good news is proclaimed to the poor blessed is anyone who does not stumble on account of me and john's as john's disciples were leaving jesus began to speak to the crowd about john what did you go out into the wilderness to see a reed swayed by the wind If not, what did you go out to see? A man dressed in fine clothes? No, those who wear fine clothes are in king's palaces. Then what did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is the one about whom it is written, I will send my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way before you. Truly I tell you, among those born of women There has not risen anyone greater than John the Baptist. Yet whoever is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Will you pray with me? Good and gracious God, as you have poured out your Holy Spirit on us gathered here, Lord, we ask that you bless the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts to be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, our strength, our rock, and our redeemer. Amen. First of all, I appreciate you all coming this morning and being here and worship with us. I know that our second service is we have the cantata. I don't know if you can tell or not with all the chairs set up. So, Pastor Jeremy told me a very strict instruction, which was do not touch anything. So, I've already moved this a little bit. <clears throat> It feels really good. I, I might move some other things, um, you know, because we do as wives have to move things around, right? Okay. Um, he's also hidden my pulpit, my little music stand. So if you spot it, let me know, because I can't. Did you find it? Where is it? Oh, it is over there. Sneaky, sneaky. I couldn't see it for the mics. Well, today we're talking about this scripture, which I know seems weird. Like, why are we talking about this Matthew chapter 2 with John the Baptist? And it's part of what we call the lectionary, um, which we have um, the lectionary that goes through the Christian year and gives us different scriptures. And this comes for this week, this Matthew chapter 2. And John, who's in prison, is sending his disciples to Jesus. And I think it's important for us to kind of know How all of this goes on as we're preparing for Christmas. So, John, he's in jail. And do you know why he's in jail? In fact, we don't find out until a couple more chapters in Matthew, but we know now why he's in jail. So, Herod of Antipas, did I say that even? Does that sound right? Would you just agree with me regardless? Thanks, I appreciate it. So, Herod of Antipas, um, he's the ruler of this area that was going on, right? And he fell in love with his brother's wife. This is exciting stuff. So he um, goes, he visits his brother. He tries to seduce uh, his brother's wife. It works. He goes back to his wife. He gets rid of his wife and marries his brother's wife. And so John gets up and says, you know, this is wrong. What you're doing right now is wrong, and nobody questions the rulers. So John's thrown in prison, and he's there for a little while, maybe a year or so, and he hears this this word, this rustling, this Jesus, whom he had baptized in the Jordan already, right, is doing these amazing things. And John sees the corruption and the sin of the people, and he expects Jesus to be a certain way. He expects Jesus, I think, like all of us, expected Jesus to come in on a white horse, right? Charging forth, getting rid of anybody who has sin, proclaiming all of these things, and just destroying any enemy in their path. And that doesn't happen. That's not what Jesus came to do. So John, who's in prison, is sort of frustrated. Um, He's frustrated because he knows the power of Jesus. He knows what Jesus can do. He's related to him. Remember, they're cousins, right? He knows what Jesus can do, and he doesn't see him doing it. And he wonders, is it not you then? Are you not the Messiah? Now, is he asking this question because he doesn't believe that Jesus is the Messiah? I don't think that's why he asks question. I think he's trying to spur Jesus on to do these things, right? What John expected for the Messiah to do. And so John sends his disciples and they come to Jesus and they ask him, are you the Messiah? Are you the one that we're waiting for? Or should we wait for somebody else? Now, if you think about that um, in, a, in a different way, where John's trying to go Jesus a little bit, should we wait for somebody else? right? You hear it differently now? And Jesus' response is fabulous. I love Jesus' response here. Don't you see? The blind can see. The deaf can hear. The lame can walk. Those with leprosy are cleansed. Those who were lost are found and this is what I bring. You know, even John, I think, with wanting to make God do what we think God should do. Isn't that funny? We all have the best plan, don't we? About how life should be and how we should end up and what should happen. I mean, I have personally a fabulous plan for all of us here. Wouldn't that be amazing? And great, yes? Yes. And I'm sure you have a fabulous plan, that everything is bright and shiny and rainbows and unicorns, and it's
2: wonderful,
0: but God comes to us not with what we want, but with what we need. That's how God comes to each and every single one of us so Jesus was doing his ministry. He was traveling on the countryside. and He was performing miracles. That's what he was doing. And he was helping people. And showing them a different way. That everyone has access to God. That you can find peace with God. And it doesn't matter how rich or how poor you are. That God loves all of us the same. And that peace that comes from a loving and caring God. Who wants everyone? Not just a certain group of people, but everyone. And for those at the time, it was just outstanding news. It was outstanding news. That they, little as they were, small as they felt in the world, were worthy of God's love and peace and reconciliation. I don't know if you've ever felt unworthy of something or too little or too small or not important enough. Yeah? The people of Jesus' time, if you weren't wealthy, you were nothing. And Jesus came and said, it's not right. That's not how God intended it. Every one has worth don't you see he he healed and he uh, did these amazing miracles for everyone and especially the one thing that jesus always does is go to the people on the margins of society those who had leprosy those who were blind those who were deaf the children the people who seemed so unimportant that's who jesus goes for to share with them the good news of how important they are in God's kingdom. And what I love about Jesus, I mean, we know he's not from Missouri, okay? We know that, right? And we're from the show-me state, and you know that too, right? So before um, John's disciples even asked, like, show me, right? Jesus is like, do you see what I did over here? and I performed miracles and God's kingdom is here and we all all have access to it. You know John was looking for a particular sign from Jesus. He had it in his mind that he was going to come as like a war horse, right? Like the warrior That's not how Jesus came. Jesus came, we know, as a child in Bethlehem, born in a manger, to an unwed mother, right? To people who would never have thought that this was the king. And Jesus comes to us this way to show us, to prove to us. How much he loves us. And that it doesn't matter where you are in your lot in life. But that God comes for you. And so John was expecting a sign. A sign of a warrior. And that to him was going to prove that he, this Messiah, was God. But Jesus wasn't that kind of warrior. The sign that John expected to see didn't happen. And can't you hear the disciples saying, well, should we expect someone else? And it goes back to our plans are not near, anywhere near the goodness we expect to see a certain sign to prove whatever it is. God is showing us, proving to us, not that we need to wait for what we want, but that we need to wait for what we need. Amen. Messiah, who loves us, who performed these miracles, who did this amazing ministry, who shared the love and the goodness and the grace of God. I pray for you to hear and to see the goodness of Jesus Christ this season. That whatever we do, and wherever you are, that you can see the good work of Jesus Christ happening. And I see it. I see it in our community. I see it as I look out at our Christmas tree from these families that we adopted and and how overloaded it has become with presents for people who need help. I see it as I look um, by the secretary's office and it was her idea, Karen's idea to do um, this reverse advent calendar, let's get food because we know that after Christmas is really one of the hardest times for poor people who need food to get food because everyone's generosity usually works before Christmas, not after, right? And it was Karen's idea and have you seen all the food that we've collected and on the 29th we're going to celebrate that fifth Sunday and all of our food and we're going to take that to the food pantry and help them at the Good Samaritan Center. I see it as I see people in our community, in our schools, um, in our local government that do everything they can to help and to reach out and to do what God would have them do. I see and I good news of Jesus Christ in the actions of people in this community and I'm excited to be a part of it. So what can you do today? Instead of waiting for a sign for what you want, looking for Jesus to give you what you need. Will you pray with me? Good and gracious God, we thank you so much for all that you have given us this day. Lord, help us Help us in our selfishness where we think we have the best idea. Help us to understand that, Lord, you are the one that gives us what we need. And that this plan, this great plan that you have for all of us, includes all of us. Thank you for coming to us and showing us what we need. In your awesome name we pray.
2: Amen.
1: But you have never found me yet, waiting for change. I know the night won't last. Your word will come to pass. My heart will see you praise again, Jesus. You see. Hey
0: Enjoying this week's message? Please consider giving to our ministry and helping us continue the work of Jesus Christ by making a contribution. Go to esmethodist.com on your computer or smartphone and click on the Giving and Service tab. guys all day are you busy for the rest of the day you just want to hang out nope you got a thing to do (laughs) oh and joe the violin i love it um go forth and have a wonderful week if you want to stay for the cantata you absolutely can don't tell jeremy i moved his music stand okay thanks for coming blessings to all of you Listening to this week's podcast of the spring. Tune in every Sunday evening for the next rejuvenating podcast of music and messages from the First United Methodist Church of Excelsior Springs. God bless you and have a great week.